and welcome back to the Sammy Says Podcast. I did not anticipate recording an episode today or at all this week because I've been going through it and it's interesting because my last episode was all about beating self-doubt and I was in a really good mindset when I recorded that episode but then about a week later I just got hit all over again with horrible self-doubt and it's been over a week of that and it's been really really intense this time around and I guess the theme well it started with my brain attacking my appearance and it quickly spiraled into my brain replaying past mistakes that I've made, things that I've done, said that I regret. And regret is a really, really toxic, I don't wanna say, I don't think any feeling is toxic, but sitting in regret can be an extremely toxic habit and it's one that I've I've kind of found myself in recently at least and it perpetuates the shame that I've been conditioned to feel since childhood and I'm kind of in a place where I can't stop thinking about this one mistake that I made this one time that I was human and I let my emotions get the best of me and I was in a really, really bad place and maybe didn't make the best decision or didn't handle a situation as great as I should have. And my brain is taking that and telling me that nobody should love me and I don't deserve good things and that I deserve poor treatment because of the mistakes I've made. And that's just a really shitty place to be in and a really toxic mindset to have. And I realized that I think I've had, I mean, I know I've had this mindset my entire life and it's just a common theme If it's not one thing, it's another. If I forgive myself for one mistake, then my brain will pull up another one or it'll start attacking something else, like I said before, my appearance or um, just weird things I've done or said in the past, even if it was years ago. And the the core issue is that I clearly don't feel worthy of, well, love, I guess, is is the overall issue. (laughs) I don't feel like I'm worthy of a loving relationship or I don't feel worthy of being treated well or respected. And when you're in this, when you're in that mindset, you can get into really dark places with people who aren't good for you. And that's something that I've allowed to happen. 
I also might sound emotional during this episode because I am really struggling, but I don't want to not show this side of, of myself because I want to be able to help people. And I know that my other episodes, I seem like I probably have it all together or I am at least on the right track. And I know that I am, but I still have really, really hard times and bad days that where it's hard to even work through or talk through my feelings and feel good about myself. I can spend hours just beating myself up. Not even hours, I should say days, weeks, months, years. <laughs> it's been years since I've made these mistakes that I'm beating myself up for and I realized I never really forgave myself and I'm acting like I did something so horrible when it's like objectively speaking, I've talked about these things with like my parents and friends and therapists and they're like, why are you, I don't even see this as a mistake. It's just, it, it is what it is. It's what happened. It's how you handle things the best you could. But my brain is seeing it in a way and you know I know other people could perceive it differently and I start thinking about it from all angles rather than thinking about it from my headspace you know where where I'm coming from and how this situation felt for me and the pain that I was in at that time and how confused I was with my mental health during that period and just a lot of factors like going into that particular time in my life that I, I'm currently obsessing about. But, and again, it's been years, but I, I just can't seem to shake this feeling that I'm bad and I'm wrong and I'm a horrible human being. And that, again, that that mindset is so toxic and it's one that I've always had. It just gets stronger every time I make a mistake. It's like, oh, here's more evidence that you're, you don't deserve love. And I realized that in a lot of relationships that I've been in, I, I took this mindset into it. I had this attitude in the relationships where I felt so unworthy of love that I would accept treatment that I didn't deserve simply because I know I'm not perfect and I've made mistakes. So how can I judge this person for treating me this way? Like maybe they're just going through something or they've just made a mistake and I can forgive them because if I don't forgive them, then who's going to ever forgive me for what I've done in the past or mistakes I've made in the past. And I'm trying to rewire that part of my brain and come at it from a view of, okay, well, I know I'm not perfect and I've done things in the past too, but if we all operated with that mindset of if someone's made a mistake, they deserve poor treatment or they deserve bad things, then we would all be treating each other really poorly. 
and everyone would be miserable, honestly. But like I said, I'm trying to rewire that and remind myself I've grown from my mistakes and that is what matters. There are people who continue to make the same mistakes and not take accountability for them, not have any self-awareness, not look themselves in the mirror and say, I need to make a change. I need to get help. I need to learn about why I keep doing this and why I keep hurting people. I need to figure out what's going on inside my head or figure out why I feel the need to act in this way. Um, and I have compassion for them, I do, but that doesn't mean that I have to accept their treatment. And that's where I'm, I know that rationally, but because my brain has been so wired to feel ashamed and to beat me up, I typically would say, oh, well, maybe I just deserve this. Or again, how can I hold someone else accountable for their mistakes when I've made my own mistakes? But I also have grown a lot. I, I work on myself every single day. I beat myself up relentlessly. And I'm not saying you need to do that or that you should do that. You absolutely shouldn't. It's not, it's not healthy and it's not even productive to beat yourself up. Because in this space that I'm in, when I am beating myself up, I feel like I, you make yourself a victim. And that doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help you grow at all. It doesn't, it doesn't help you become better for other people, for yourself. It doesn't relieve other people of the pain that you've inflicted upon them or vice versa. It, it, just, it just isn't helpful. It, it's not a productive space to be in, but we all get that way. And I, I definitely get that way way more often than I would like. And it's something I'm working on. But again, it's hard to feel like you deserve good things if you're constantly beating yourself up for things that you've already grown from and you've already admitted to doing, like already, you've already said sorry for it, you've already worked through with a professional saying, oh, why, why did I act this way? Or why did I do this thing? Or why is this pattern so common? Like if you've already done all that work and you're not the same person that you were when you made those mistakes or you said those things or you did that thing, then it's just not helpful to, to continue to relive it. But that's just a default. Again, that's a default that I, I revert back to these instances where I was a human being or these instances where I, I wasn't who, I wasn't living up to the values that I have today. Or <laughs> it's funny because I'm making myself out to seem so bad and like the rational side of me is screaming, like you didn't even do anything wrong. You're, you know, I, I have like two sides of me where one is like, 
are you kidding me? You're like the worst person in the world. And then the other side is saying, you did the best you could with what you knew at the time. And I know that that's the truth. I know that we are all doing the best that we can. And some people have higher awareness than others. I know at the time that I made said mistakes that I beat myself up for, I was functioning at a very low, low awareness. Does that make sense? I don't even know. It was a time in my life where I was just starting to work through what had happened to me when I was a kid and I was just getting out of the therapy that had been wrong for me my whole life, that had damaged me my whole life, and finally getting the right therapy to undo all of that. And so I quite literally didn't know up from down, but again, I, I also held myself accountable for, okay, well, I, <laughs> this is where my brain just goes back and forth, back and forth. And it's like, if, if someone's not in my brain and didn't know what I was going through at that time, they might not understand the decisions I made. But even looking back, I can still say, my rational self can still say, how do you expect yourself to be better than you were when you, were, when you didn't have the tools and you didn't have the support that you needed to get through that period of time. And I, I, I'm trying so hard to let myself be a human being and let myself not be perfect. I think I, I want, it's like, it's funny because I, I feel like I'm not I don't feel like I'm worthy of love unless I am absolutely perfect and never did anything wrong and never was the villain in someone else's story, never um, hurt someone, never said something mean, or never made a single mistake. Like Only then am I worthy of being loved by my friends, by my family, by a partner, just in general. It, <laughs> It's so ridiculous, but it's also just, it's so ingrained in me and I, I just don't know how to shake it sometimes. And I wish, I wish it was easier, but it's something that my brain just does to me. My therapist calls it the trauma brain because I, I always default to, well, this must've been my fault because it, <laughs> Everything's my fault, and I must be to blame because, it, you know, X, Y, and Z. Um, I can't blame someone else, so it has to be me. If I blame someone else, then that's just the easy way out. And I just do all these, like, <laughs> mental gymnastics to find a way to blame myself for everything. Absolutely everything. So moving on from my past and moving on from mistakes and things that I wish I didn't do or, or did differently or situations I wish I handled differently. It's so hard for me to do that, especially with my disorder. I mean, I, I do have OCD and 
essentially with OCD, you just, your brain does not let you let go of certain thoughts. And for me, those thoughts are usually centered around like my mistakes and my um, just wrongdoings or anything to beat me up, basically. And I, it's like, it's super hard to move on from those situations. And then it's like, I, I think I've moved on from it, but then I find this pattern repeating where I will accept such poor treatment from other people. And once I'm out of that situation, I'll look back and say, oh, wow, I let that happen because I thought I deserved that. And I was blaming myself again. And I keep finding myself in that cycle of, it must be me. I must be the problem. I'm horrible. I'm a bad person. I don't deserve good things. And fighting that, it's like I, I make so much progress. I mean, I literally recorded that episode of self-doubt a couple weeks ago and I was on cloud nine. I had the best day of my life right after that. Such a good day with my mom and my friend and her boyfriend later on in the day. And like, I had such a great weekend. I felt so confident in myself and just worthy of good things. And then the next week hits and I'm, I'm just like back to back to going in circles and feeling horrible. And I don't want that to be my life, even though it has been my life for, for most of my life. And I know a lot of people battle this too, and that's why I'm making this episode. I just want to say this for, for myself and for everyone listening. Just because you've made mistakes in the past doesn't mean you deserve to be treated poorly. Just because you've done something you're not proud of doesn't mean you need to be the victim of someone else's bad behavior. As long as you learned and you, you've grown or you're trying to grow and you're taking the steps to grow and heal and not repeat those mistakes and not have them become patterns, that is what matters. But no matter who you are and where you've been and what you've done, what you've been through, you deserve good things. You deserve basic respect. You deserve good treatment. You deserve to be valued. You deserve to be talked to kindly and you, you deserve to not be blamed for things, even if that blame is coming from yourself, especially if that blame is coming from yourself, but if it's coming from other people too, you deserve to be able to say, no, actually, this is not my fault, and I'm not gonna let you make me feel like I am a horrible person for this thing just because I wasn't perfect in the past. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> because it's something that I need to hear. And if I need to hear it, I'm thinking maybe some other people might need to hear it too. And this episode might be a little bit chaotic and all over the place, but that's how I get sometimes and that, that's, where, that's how my mind operates. And I want to show 
that side of of me and my battle as well because this is a mental health podcast and this is what I deal with sometimes and it doesn't make me or you or anyone any less worthy of love because again my brain will come in and be like who will listen to this and want to love you or you know who's going to listen to this and think you're worthy of being supported and that's just another example of my brain beating me up for being a human being and we don't need that and <laughs> you don't deserve that i don't deserve that i don't care where you've been or what you've done you deserve to heal from that and grow from that and learn from that <laughs> with with grace and without beating yourself up and accepting poor treatment from other people, accepting mean words from other people, judgment from other people. You deserve to work through things that you've endured and you deserve to become a better version of yourself without hating yourself. Because as I always say, you can't hate yourself into a version you love. And that's really hard. And it, it's, I mean, I have been struggling with this the past two weeks. But it's the only way, the only way you are going to grow is if you let yourself and you feel like you're worthy of doing that. And allowing other people to devalue you or talk down to you is not going to improve your self-doubt. It's only going to perpetuate it. So again, it's important to realize and recognize mistakes or places that you want to improve or areas you feel you need to grow, which we're always going to, we're always going to need to grow and heal and we're never going to be perfect. So it's just important to forgive yourself and that is the like a very common phrase that we hear you have to forgive yourself but that doesn't mean saying i forgive you and then moving on and continuing patterns of like self destruction or perpetuating self hatred talking poorly to and about yourself even like as a joke even just saying oh i'm such like you know i'm i'm so stupid or oh, I'm a piece of shit. Like even in passing to a friend saying that is so damaging. And it's something that I do kind of without realizing sometimes, like I'll be super self-deprecating, but it just tells yourself and your mind and your body that you aren't worthy. Like if you keep repeating phrases like that, your brain's gonna pick up on it and be like, wow, yeah, let me find evidence to support what you're telling me. Here's why you're stupid, or here's why you're a piece of shit. And it can find evidence of that, but it could also find evidence of why you're amazing and why you don't deserve to be treated poorly, why you deserve the world. So I think like the main point I'm trying to say is just because you've done things in the past you aren't proud of, doesn't mean that you need to be the victim of someone else's mistakes 
that maybe they're not proud of. <laughs> and you can hold other people accountable for their mistakes, just the same as you hold yourself accountable. But you can also have compassion for them and also have compassion for yourself. And that's where, that's the difference. <laughs> that's a very important difference between tolerating poor treatment, tolerating bad behavior, tolerating abuse in, in some cases. You know, a lot of people will tolerate abuse because they feel that they deserve it. But you can look at someone who is treating you poorly and say, I, I feel for you, I empathize with you, I know that you're probably just hurting because I know when I've done things I wasn't proud of, I was hurting so bad, I didn't, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know up from down, I didn't know how to handle the situation at hand. So when someone else is doing something that's hurting me, and you know, unless it's like intentionally, they're intentionally hurting me, that's another story. But when they're unintentionally doing something that's a little fucked up and hurting me and making me feel really poorly about myself, I can step back and say, I know you're hurting. I feel for you. I don't think you're a bad person, but I don't deserve this and I'm not gonna tolerate it, so I'm gonna separate myself from this situation. And that is where I am trying to get. And that is, it, it is where I am and it's what I've learned, but it, it's still like, I, as I'm doing that and as I'm saying that, I still have that voice in the back of my head telling me, but you do deserve it. But thankfully, I, I am making progress with it. It's just, it's hard, it's hard to shake it. It really is. And I know I'm not the only one who, who feels that way sometimes. But that's enough of me rambling. Um, I'm not even sure that any of that made sense. Um, I, I hope it did. I kind of just really wanted to be completely open and honest about how I'm feeling. and kind of give you a glimpse at like my brain during these rough patches because I think it's important to show you know all sides of all sides of myself if, if I'm going to preach about mental health and well-being and all of that I want to show that I'm not perfect I'm not you know I make mistakes too and also I beat myself up for those mistakes too and I I don't always feel super happy and super confident and super sure of myself. But I asked some questions on Instagram, as I always do, about um, some mistakes that you guys have made in the past that you want to talk about um, and, and just anything that you want to talk about regarding mistakes. And I want to go through them and maybe, you know, I want to share some and Hopefully some of you can relate and this can provide comfort and let you know that you're human and you're not alone. So I asked, what is your biggest regret? Because a lot of, you know, a lot of things or a lot of mistakes are what lead to regret. And I got a lot of different types of responses. So I'm really excited to talk about these. Someone said, Staying in a relationship longer than I should have and losing myself in the process as well as after. 
Yeah, I can relate to this one big time. I think this is very, very common, and a lot of people can relate to this, unfortunately, because it, we tend to get caught up in pleasing the person that we care about, the person that we love. And if we're not being valued the way we deserve, we almost, you know, and this, this can go back to like thinking we're not worthy, but we almost overcompensate and try to like prove to them like, hey, here's, here's why you should love me. That's at least what I have done. And that can definitely lead to losing yourself because you're neglecting your own needs to make this person happy or make yourself appear more lovable to them. And that is such a painful place to be in, but just know that you're human and that is unfortunately, like I said, that's unfortunately very normal, or I shouldn't say normal, it's very common. And it's great that you recognize that you stayed longer than you should have. I'm glad that you're out of that situation now. You have the awareness. And now all you can do is make a promise to yourself, because this is a promise that I made to myself this year, is to never be in a relationship where I don't feel like myself or I don't feel good enough as myself. Never be in that type of relationship again because it is so damaging. But you don't have to beat yourself up for it. You can just know that you, look at it as like you loved this person so much that you were willing to do whatever it takes to make it work. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying like, you know, you should do that to your own detriment, but if your worst mistake is loving someone, then you're a pretty good person. And I know you personally, and I know you're a good person, and I really miss you. <laughs> okay, this one's a, a little bit heavy. Being too scared to reconnect with a best friend, they took their life soon after. For the record, I don't think reconnection would have stopped them. I just regret it. I've talked to you about this, but I, there, there are no words to stop that kind of pain and regret. I, I think we all can hear that and then get that sudden urge to be like, I need to check up on my loved ones now. I need to check up on every person I've ever cared about and make sure they're okay. But the reality is we can't do that. And I, I know that you know that. I know that you, you know you're not responsible for this person and you did your, the best you could to show them how much you cared about them and loved them. And even if you feel you didn't, like it also wasn't your responsibility to do that, especially not at all times. And especially if it was a friendship that was no longer serving you or was damaging to you, you know that this is not on you. And, but again, like you, you can't stop the regret after losing someone in that way. And it's not always a rational response that our brain creates. It's a very much a, an irrational, like I, I could have done something. Even though you know that it, it's not on you to save someone and it's, 
you can't save someone from themselves. Only they can do that. And of course, we can be there to support them, but it's not on you to know that this was going on and and you you don't deserve to take on that responsibility, especially now. And I, I'm so sorry that this is a regret that you're living with, but just know that you did what you could and it's... And nothing, nothing I say is going to take away that pain. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, and you know that. You're a very aware and rational person, but you, you absolutely don't deserve to carry this burden, and I don't think they would have wanted you to carry that burden either. This next one is very insightful, of course, because it comes from one of my really good friends who has been talking me through like literally everything that I've been going through this year. But he said, I'm not sure I have regrets. Mistakes, failures, and heartbreaks have been my greatest source of growth. That's amazing. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> and I, I really, I fully agree with that. Um, I think it, it's just forgiving. Like I feel that way, but I don't always forgive myself with that mentality. Like I'll say, oh yeah, like I, you know, I've made mistakes or I have failed or I have done things that I'm not proud of and they have helped me grow, but I still feel like shit about it and I'll still beat myself up over it. So I really like this reminder because um, I actually, this is going to sound strange, but before, I don't know if anybody listening is spiritual, but I, I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I'm very spiritual and I try to talk to like my grandpa a lot who passed away um, a couple of years ago and I was just like kind of talking out loud and um, right after I was telling just telling him all of you know how I regret this and that I, can't, I stumbled upon this quote and I can't remember exactly what it said but it was online like like right after I was talking to him I, I saw this and it said Something along the lines of, like, if you didn't make that mistake, you wouldn't be the loving being that you are today. And I immediately started crying, of course. And that's when I came to record this episode, because I'm like, you know what? Let's, let's use all of this pain that I'm feeling right now and, like, channel it into something that might help someone else. Because I, I know that I need to hear this, and if I can be this voice for someone else, then let's, let's turn, you know these regrets and these mistakes that I've made, let's, let's turn that, or let's take that self-doubt and self-blame and channel it in a healthy way. Long story short, I agree with that message. Thank you for submitting that. Um, okay, the next one, not prior, prioritizing alone time and also feeling the need to go out all uh, every weekend. I, yeah, I, I definitely, I used to be like this. Um, I used to actually get a lot of, a lot of like, for lack of better words, I used to get a lot of shit for not going out when I was younger, um, like in high school. I would have friends who'd be like, why aren't you coming out? And they'd get mad at me for not wanting to do things. Or I was just very much an introvert. And, um, you know, people would like try to push me to go out and push me to hang out even if it's just like at their house and I would feel guilty for wanting to stay home and like read a book and or wanting to stay home and 
watch TV. Like it, it just, it's sad that we guilt ourselves for just doing what we want to do and what feels good to us. So I'm glad that you're realizing this though. Um, and you don't have to, I know this isn't going to stop you from feeling this way, but you don't have to feel, um, regret for not doing this sooner because it helped you realize what you do need and that your alone time is really important and that you don't have to go out all the time. And now you can, now you can say no and you, you can prioritize what makes you feel good and maybe you wouldn't have known what makes you happy and you know, what you need. Maybe you wouldn't have been in touch with your needs like that if you didn't neglect them for so long, if that makes sense. <laughs> Okay, another one. Not trying hard enough in high school and worrying about what people thought of me. Well, <laughs> I mean, I know who submitted this and I'd say that you're killing it right now. So high school to me is just a, a learning experience, but in so many ways, you know, not just, not just your education, not just to get um, into college or, get a degree, get your diploma, whatever. Also just to learn about who you are and what you want out of life, what you want to do with your life, um, which you can also figure out so much later. Like so there are people who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, still not sure who they are or what, they, what makes them happy. And that's okay, because we can learn that whenever, whenever we learn it, we learn it. And we can adjust accordingly. So high school, and yeah, of course, like a lot of people regret not living up to the quote unquote full potential in high school or college or whatever it may be, not trying as hard, not getting as good of grades. But at the end of the day, I really do think we all end up where we're meant to be. And we are all where we are meant to be in this very moment. So I would try to be easier on yourself, which I know I'm preaching to the choir with that one. Um, and the other part of that question, worrying about what people thought of me, it's amazing that you have moved on from that and that you, you, know, you see that as a regret and not something that you're currently dwelling on. Um, and maybe you still are, and that's okay too. I think we all, to an extent, worry about what people think of us or why else would we have like social media accounts and places to post about our lives? And, you know, of course, some of that can be just to connect with people. But I think at the core, we all want people to think a certain way about us or perceive us a certain way. But it seems like you, you know, you've come a long way and you recognize that that wasn't something that was serving you and now you can shed that and you can just be who you are. And who you are is a great person. I like this one. Because this is very specific and this is very, um, you know, it's just so human. I had a birthday. I wasn't appreciative of a really thoughtful gift I was given. We all, oh my God, my voice cracked. <laughs> we all have those moments where we wish we could go back and react to something a different way or we can, you know, be 
treat someone better or be more appreciative of something, like you said. But at the end of the day, we are human, and maybe you were having a bad day. Maybe for some reason you felt like what you received wasn't in line with who you were, and maybe that triggered something in you that made you feel like, oh no, this person doesn't know me as well as I thought, or, and that could have triggered, you know, self-doubt, like, about a relationship or whatever, whatever the case was, it's okay. It's okay to be human and to have reactions that you're not proud of, but the fact that you're looking back and recognizing it as such is telling to who you truly are. You know, you're not some person who is, you're not an ungrateful human being. You're just a human being who doesn't always have, you know, perfect human or perfect um, reactions and emotions to things. Like sometimes we get set off by something or feel a certain way and express it and then come back later and realize, oh, maybe I should have, you know, express this differently or maybe that was more of a reaction than a response but again you're a human being and you can forgive yourself for for being a human being okay someone said not casually dating in the younger years I feel it would have made me understand love better relatable (laughs) but it's never too late is what I want to say I did not casually date in my young years. I was in a relationship all throughout college, but I do not regret that relationship one bit. And I hope you don't regret the relationship if you were in a relationship, if that's what you're referring to, that you were in a serious relationship or something. Um, I hope you don't regret that because that served its purpose as well. And it's not a bad thing to casually date now. You know, you can learn so much now and it's never too late. We all have different timelines. We all learn different things because of different experiences. You know, my my brother and his wife have been together since senior year of high school and they now have a baby and they're, you know, they've really only known each other. They've never really casually dated before each other. I mean, It was high school, so I don't really know how many relationships you can have in high school that are, like, truly meaningful, um, or I shouldn't say meaningful. You can have meaningful relationships in high school, but I don't know how many casual relationships you can fit into the span of, like, three or four years um, before they got together, but they're they're doing just fine, and um, they know a lot about love, but they might not know about love in the ways that someone who casually dated knows about love. Just like that person who casually dated doesn't know about love the way they do, the way my brother and his wife do. So we're all different people with different experiences and I think that's beautiful because that's like it's through these different experiences and and listening and sharing with other people, listening to other people We can all learn from each other so much. And it's not too late for you to casually date now, you know? And maybe you're thinking, oh, well, I don't want to casually date. Like, I'm older now and I want to settle down. And that's okay, too. But I wouldn't downplay your knowledge and your insight 
um, about love. I mean, you can meet your soulmate tomorrow, and I don't really believe in like one soulmate for one person, but you could meet a soulmate tomorrow that you end up spending your life with and learn so much about love through that experience. So just don't, don't be hard on yourself and, and don't compare your journey to other people's because we all have such different experiences and that's why we are all so val valuable to this world. Okay, next one. Giving people pieces of me they didn't deserve and allowing myself to be mistreated. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel this one. This is very, very relatable. I think so many people can relate to this. But we, we all give away parts of ourselves to people who don't deserve it. And those people give parts of themselves to people who don't deserve it. And we're all just trying our best. <laughs> we're, I know that it hurts when you look back and think, how did I let someone treat me this poorly? But that is on them. That's not on you. And you can look back and say, I will never let someone treat me that way again. But you don't have to beat yourself up for it. And you don't have to take the blame for it. That's on them. Again, like they, they treated you poorly, not you. And it's great that you recognize that now. And, and now you can take that and say, well, I'm now in a loving relationship that with someone who doesn't treat me this way, or I will be in a loving relationship with someone someday who I will not allow to treat, allow to treat me the way that this person treated me. Or I won't give parts of myself until I know that this person really values me and, and shows it and doesn't just say that, but actually shows me it. And it, I think it's beautiful that that we love so much, and I'll repeat this again, that we love so much that we do give people pieces of us that we're proud of and pieces of us that maybe we're not proud of too because we trust them and, and we feel such an intimate connection with them that we're able to be vulnerable like that. And it doesn't always work out, but it doesn't mean you are wrong for doing it. It doesn't mean that you're you know, deserving of the way that they reacted to it or the way they treated you. It's just something to keep in mind going forward and um, to recognize and to be able to share, like, I don't know if you have children someday or nieces or nephews or just any child in your life who's eventually going to grow, like go through what you went through, you can share with them your experiences and help them learn and or just help other people who are in your situation now we can always take what we've learned from regrets or mistakes or whatever and uh, and use it for good and use it for growth and that is where that is the whole difference between you know staying in that victim mindset that i was talking about earlier versus using this for good and and admitting that this isn't how I want to be treated. This isn't what I want to be, who I want to be, 
who I want to be with, <laughs> I'm going to make a change and I'm, or I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to share my insight with other people who might need it. And I'm going to make sure that I don't ever let myself be treated this way again. Okay, the last one is not spending more time with my grandmom before she died. Uh, that is, it's a painful regret to endure and I'm really sorry that you feel that way and that you are dealing with this regret. But I just want you to know that no time in the world is going to feel like enough when it comes to someone that you love and someone that you're grieving. And you did what you could you made enough time, you made as much time as you could and as much time as you thought you could in those moments. And, you know, like if we looked at our time, I, I think when someone passes away, we think I could have spent more time with them. But if someone else passed away, we would think that about them too, right? And there's only so much time that we have and so many people in our lives that we, who we love we can't give all of our time to every person and we really like we do our best to to make time for the people who are in our lives that we value and so i think it's it's taking that lesson and maybe putting a little bit more effort into those who are still here and, and those who you can see and talk to physically um, because i still think that we can connect with our loved loved ones after they pass but i think it's taking that lesson and, and, again, putting more effort into the relationships that we still do have in our lives, but also remembering we are human beings with limited time and so many responsibilities that we can't possibly spread ourselves so thin to spend so much time with every person that we love every week or every month or even every year. It's, it, it's hard to keep up with especially someone like you, because I'm also looking at it from like, I know who you are and you love so many people and you love so many people very, very selflessly. And it's okay that you weren't able to, to give all of your time to your grandmom before she passed. And I understand the regret, but just know that you, you gave what you could and that is enough. And I just wanted to end this with a text that my friend Jenna just sent me because I, I had texted her about my self-doubt and what I was going through today and the regrets that I had. And I, I said, I can't let go of my mistake. And she knew exactly what I was talking about because I always, I, I've been talking about it for the past week. And she responded with, was it really a mistake though? It's what you needed or thought you needed in that time to help you heal. Even if you found out it wasn't actually for you, you were just trying to figure it out. And I think that just goes to show we can be so hard on ourselves and what we deem as mistakes for us or regrets for us might not be perceived that way by other people. Or maybe they would be perceived that way by other people, but who gives them the right to see it that way when, when we've only we know what we've been enduring and what we are enduring and the awareness we had in those moments. And I just want to end with, we are all doing the best we can. 
I like to think that we're all inherently good and we're just a bunch of unhealed people who are trying to heal, some of us more than others. You know, some of us lack the awareness to fully look ourselves in the mirror and say, hey, I need to work on this. That doesn't make them bad. It, it just makes them unaware and maybe a little bit ignorant to that fact. But I, I really do think most of us are inherently good and we really truly are trying our best and that is all that we can do in a given moment. And if you made a mistake where you don't think you were being your best or you know you could be better or you regret something you did or said, no matter how long ago it was or how recent it was, you deserve to forgive yourself and you don't have to keep seeking out situations or people who perpetuate that self-doubt because that's not going to help you grow and it's not going to help you be better for yourself or for others. I don't know if you can tell, but after talking this through, I feel already feel lighter and less alone. So I hope that this episode helps someone else who is also going through what I was going through and just beating themselves up. You deserve to heal. You're doing the best you can. It's okay. You can forgive yourself. You're not a bad person. No matter what you did or what you think you did or, you know, if you have the awareness now to say, I wish I didn't do that and that was wrong and you have the, the willingness to grow from it and change and be better and not keep making the same mistake, then you're, you're good, you're all good and you can let go. I promise it's okay to let go of it. And again, I am talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to all of you. But I hope you have a good rest of your night. I am, I don't know if this is going up on Sunday. I think I'm going to put it up before Sunday because I am recording this on a Monday. So I might be able to get this up before Sunday and then get another one out on Sunday because I'm kind of behind schedule, but we'll see how that goes. But as always, feel free to, you know, message me any topics that you want me to cover. You can um, message me on Instagram at Sammy Caramella. That's my personal or my um, blog or <laughs> sorry, blog podcast Instagram, which is underscore Sammy says. And also you can email me at asksammysays at gmail.com. And I'm always here to talk if you want to talk to me about how this episode helped you. It would help me <laughs> to hear that. Never hesitate to reach out if you want to talk about something anonymously as well. I'm not sure if you knew this, but I do have um, a, if you go on my website, sammysays.org, which the link is in my bio um, on Instagram, but if you go to that website, you can hit contact and you can, um, contact me through an anonymous page. You do have to, oh no, you don't have to put your email. So it'll just come up as anonymous. 
and leave your comment there and I can respond to you there or on this podcast. Um, And that's really it. So I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I hope this helped you and I hope you're easy on yourself. And I hope you're kind to yourself today because you deserve it.